This is the Women with Vision podcast, where we get real with some of the leading entrepreneurial superwomen about what it takes to build a business online and beyond with kids, husbands, and everything else. Hey there, superwomen. I'm so excited today to have my next guest. Miss Jasmine Jones, who is a brand strategist and mindset coach for beauty pros and service-based creative business owners. And, you know, she's really helping them to, uh, to ready themselves for ditching the hustle-based lifestyle and, you know, having their brand be sustainable and profitable. I'm excited for this because, you know, a lot of companies, when we first start, you know, we just start because we have a love of it. We have, we have some ideas that we want to do but we never really stop to get our brand together and be really clear on, you know, what we're putting out in the world. So it's really helpful. I think you have two sides of your business. You do coaching uh, and uh, you do the beauty side. So I'm really excited to, uh, to delve into that. Jasmine, how are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm excited. Yes. I'm so excited to have you. Okay. So you, you know, you went for a one year of beauty school and, you know, my mom was a, was a hairstylist. So, you know, when we owned parents, we had a hair, hair salon. My mom had a hair salon. And then when I was an, uh, an adult, I opened up a hair salon. I don't do hair. Okay. That's <laughs> <laughs> but um, that's very fun. So now why did you decide that? Let's just start there. Why did you decide to go to beauty school? What was like pushing you in that direction? Oh my goodness. So I actually started going into beauty school or having the thought of going to beauty school because I am the middle girl of three girls on my mom's side Mm -hmm. and she has no idea how to do hair. So I remember going to school sometimes and like the kids would pick on me. They would like make fun at me like what kind of hairstyle is that? And I was like, you know what? I'm going to learn how to do my own hair so that I can like not get fun of like, right? So it was kind of like me learning how to do hair was like me protecting myself but then it actually turned into like oh okay I actually enjoy doing this and then by the time I was in fifth grade uh my mother asked me to put some color in her hair which that's kind of crazy to have a fifth grader color your hair <laughs> but I remember just like having family members like okay well Jasmine's doing hair now so by the time I got to high school I already knew like once I graduated I'm going right into you know trade school I'm going to learn how to do hair and then I am going to eventually start a studio which I never did because my idea of like oh I just want to do cuts colors and all of the things it drastically shifted into bridal but yeah that's how I got into um wanting to do hair that's funny and what what really sparked you about bridal beauty I mean bridal beauty is just like fantasy beauty right you're just it's like Cinderella beauty and and you know you're creating a massive transformation of not just the bride but just the whole concept of the day Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So what really triggered me into getting interested in bridal. So when I was in cosmetology school, I had already bought like 
color. I had been touring, you know, studio salons and all of the things. And it was probably like two or three months before I graduated. And the girl at the front desk was like, hey, there's a local event. They're looking for some students to help out at this event. And I think you would be perfect. And also like when you do some extra events, you do get extra credit, which helps you graduate faster. So I was like, of course I'm going to do that. So I ended up um, doing some uh, volunteer work. And it was actually for Charleston Fashion Week. And Charleston Fashion Week is a five-day event, and the very last day was the bridal event. And doing bridal, it was probably like 80 hair and and makeup artists, you know, behind stage. And they're working with, you know, models in bridal gowns. And we started at like 5 a.m., and we didn't leave until 11 o'clock at night. And me, yeah, it was crazy. It was intense, but I loved it. I was like, what is this pressure? Like, what is going on? Yeah, I was just like drooling in the corner. Like, look at all this makeup, these updos and all of the amazing things that I never really knew that I wanted. So I was positioned in that room. I was offered that opportunity. And that opportunity literally changed the, the direction of like my entire life. So I ended up like selling all of the things that I bought for my studio that I wanted to have. I had hooded dryers. I had some of my cosmetology teachers coming out to my yard sale, buying half of the things that I bought for my studio. Because wow. I, yeah, I was like, you know what? Like bridal is calling my name, even though that's not what I went to school for originally, but I trusted it. And now I have a full blown, you know, bridal hair and makeup team. And every time I follow my gut, like there's always a huge benefit and reward that just feels like this is where I'm supposed to be. So that's how I got into bridal. That is so fun. I mean, it, it really is a production, you know, I mean, really you know, yeah, yeah, that is really a production and it's people go all out and they have to, you know, you're all, you know, women start thinking about what they want to look like when they're little mm-hmm. girls, you know, what they, what they want their wedding to be like. So that is very, very cool that you figured out exactly what you wanted to do. So you, you started your new business, you're excited about it. What has been, what would you say, maybe not even for the business, but um, what has been some ups and downs of starting that type of business or starting your own business? Uh, What have you seen? Yeah, so for me specifically, so when I first started my business, I was so young. I had just graduated high school, then graduated cosmetology school. And by the time I went to go and get my first business license, I was 19 years old. (laughs) So I was still, I was still a baby. I was 19. But what really triggered me into getting my, uh, my business license is after I graduated school and I was like, you know what, I'm definitely going to try out this bridal thing. I was still trying to apply for different jobs. And I was like, it would be a great position for me to learn and assist and really get a nice position at a really well-known salon in my area. I am from Charleston, South Carolina. So if anybody knows about Charleston, um, it's very fancy. It's a very, you know, mm-hmm. Southern Belle. Yeah. And some of the salons that I were applying to, um, they were predominantly Caucasian salons and I had an amazing resume not to toot my own horn but people would see my resume and they would be like when can you start what is your availability and I would have the job over the phone you know my voice is kind of preppy and kind of bubbly so I guess they thought that I looked like something else right so when I actually showed up you know like hey like come on in toward the salon I would go there and the receptionist would kind of look like oh my gosh is she here to get her hair done 
done. Like we don't really know how to do her hair texture. And, you know, they would just be like, oh, you're Jasmine. And I'm like, yep, that was me on the phone. And from having the job over the phone, when can you start? What's your availability? It always turned into, we just want to make sure that whoever gets a part of our team, that they're a right fit and that they blend with our, you know, current right. stylist. They didn't have any, you know, African-American stylists on their team. Or if I did go to a salon, they were just kind of like, oh, you can be the relaxer girl. And I'm like, I'm more than a relaxer girl. Right. So um, I just kind of like got tired of being overqualified but being disqualified because of my skin color right and for me i am very resilient and even though those doors got closed in my face i was like how can i make my own door how can i miss my own opportunity so that's what really led me to starting my own business and some things that i I really had to kind of get over is, you know, I was young, I was young, and I had a lot of mindset blocks. Most of the rooms that I went to to network, um, nobody looked like me. Right. Nobody looked like me. Nobody was, you know, 19 or 20. Everybody was like, you know, up there in their age, they've been in the industry for, you know, years. And I knew with my little bridal company. And I just remember just feeling so out of place. People would kind of like look over me, they would think that I work there, and not there kind of like networking for my own business. It's kind of like, oh, what business are you here representing? And I'm like, I'm here representing my own business. And it's like, oh, that's so cute. And I'm like, no, I am right. a force. <laughs> I am a force. This is not adorable. <laughs> right, right. So yeah, so that was just something that I really had to personally overcome. Just really being bold and confident in what I was there to do, and really releasing, you know, any kind of my personal or self judgment that I had going on, making me think that I wasn't qualified to be in those rooms, or that who am I kidding? This isn't something that a little brown girl could do in a in a in a local because at that time I didn't see any you know bridal companies that were you know black owned mm -hmm. um so I had to create my own lane and that was the biggest thing that really helped me showing up as my true self stop trying to look like sound like talk like be like everyone else and that is truly when my business started to skyrocket and it took me a couple of years to really stand confidently in who I was as a person and stop trying to uh mimic or blend in so much and really be confident standing out. Yes, very good. You know, I, I, I can relate. I can relate on so many levels to that story, you know, being able to try to figure out how you can get in there and just overlooked. And, you know, it's, it's, it's something that we, a lot of us women of color have to go through, Black females mm -hmm. especially. But what has kept you motivated? So what has kept me motivated is a couple of things. One, I always have to kind of go back to, you know, why I started. Um, once my business started to really grow, I started to get a lot of people asking me like, hey, how are you doing this? Like, right. what is social media? How do I network? How do I grow my business? How do I grow a team? And what really has motivated me is one, I know that I am helping myself. I know that I am helping, you know, future, uh, future generations to come. And I'm actually, you know, helping empower other people by teaching them how to financially empower themselves and create mm -hmm. money 
on their own and not always having to look to somebody else to pay them money. Like if you want to get paid today, right, get paid right. today. You don't have to wait until somebody, you know, gives you the opportunity. Like, yes, you can make money today, you right. know? So really just helping other people empower themselves with the education and information to set themselves up to really be in control of their life and their own future. So that's what keeps me motivated and just knowing that I'm operating in my, my truest purpose. For a long time, um, I know for a lot of people who used to kind of like work in the hustle, we kind of just gravitate to what's going to make the most money so I can pay my rent, pay my bills. But sometimes those things don't necessarily like light you up and make you happy. Right. And the pathway that I'm in right now, like everything that I'm doing, it just gets me so excited. Like I just got off of a call with one of my clients and it just gave me so much energy, so much joy. And it just reminded me, you know, even more like this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. This is why it's important. It's not just about me because my purpose is tied to so many other people just from them hearing a word of inspiration or me showing them, you know, how to do social media or create right. a or whatever it is. So that's what really keeps me motivated and keep them going. So good. You know, you almost answered the next question, but I'm still going to ask it. I'm going to ask it. <laughs> <laughs> What advice would you give another female who was finding herself in a situation where, you know, she has had some roadblocks, she has some difficulties, she's um, really wanting to get herself going, starting her own business, you know, like your sign behind you, I think it says, follow your dreams, she wants to follow mm -hmm. her dreams, how does she do it? What do you say, how she should start? Yeah. So one thing I like to tell people is like, I don't give sugar coated advice. And I think okay. that's why people like me. So roadblocks are going to come. Roadblocks mm -hmm. are always going to come. And for me, the biggest piece of advice, because I can get very emotionally attached to some of my feelings, not knowing that my feelings are just temporary and I can always move through them. So anytime you get a roadblock, like look at it, like, what is this teaching me? And if there's something that's like, personally stopping you. Um, for me, I had a lot of self-doubt, a lot of, I don't know if this is for me, imposter syndrome. And I always had to go back to the root cause of that actual emotion. Like why, why, why not me? Like, why right. am I not qualified for this? Why, why don't I feel confident enough? What do I have to do to gain that confidence? And most of the time, you gain a lot of clarity on some of these doubts just by taking action. For me, if I never felt like this is the room that I need to be in, I wouldn't have taken the action to actually show up and keep going to those events. And yes. me going to those events, it really made me realize, okay, like I am qualified for this. I can be in these rooms. Exactly. And yeah. And like, those are some of the things that really helped me, like challenging my thoughts. And yes. I, and I will be so honest, <clears throat> excuse me, I'll be so honest, but I used to be a person who I, I didn't focus on the mindset. I just wanted the strategy. I'm like, let me just get the strategy. Let me just learn how to go and accomplish X, Y, Z. You right. know, the mindset work can, can, can help me. Later. Wait, I don't right. need mm -hmm. a mindset. Right. So with the mindset, the mindset has really helped me navigate any other situation that tries to present Lock itself you. At, yeah. Yeah, as a roadblock. And I'm just like, you know what? I already dealt with this maybe like last year or maybe two years ago, but the situation was a little bit different. How did I overcome that block? And how can I actually utilize that to make this roadblock, you know, tiny, minimal, right. because I've already dealt with it. 
So right. learning how to deal with it is going to help you so much when it comes to anything that comes along the pathway as you continue your journey. As you continue your journey. Yeah, very true. Very true. Oh my gosh. I know people are like, oh my God, Jasmine, I want to find <laughs> her. I want to follow her. I want to know everything she's doing. Jasmine, where can they find you? I know you have a website and I have your website up here. It's uh, altered-image.com, right? Yes. Um, yes. Is that where they, is that the best way to find you? Tell me also where we can find you on social media. Yeah. So you can find me on social media, um, on the coaching side of my business, unless you're trying to look to, you know, get glammed up for your wedding. Uh-huh. Um, if you're in the Carolinas or Tennessee or Georgia, but you can find me over on social media at beauty and the network. And if you go to the link in my bio on Instagram or on Facebook, you'll be able to go to the coaching side of my website, which is, um, alter dash image slash biz B I Z Ed E D. So, that's where you can find all of like all of my educational information and links to my podcast and all of the fun ways that you can work with me if you're ready to get out of hustle mode and really create a business that you really enjoy and you love i love it well it's been such a joy talking to you today and i'm really excited to see what you're going to be doing how you're going to grow your business how you're going to start getting out here and letting people know everything that you do thank you jasmine so much for being here and i look forward to talking to you again soon Thank you. Thank you so much for having me.